This is episode 73 of Sustainable Photography. It feels a bit unreal, actually, that the episode number is so high, but that's where we're at. I know that many of my listeners are part-time photographers and that they're curious about what it takes to go full-time, so that's what this episode is all about. You're listening to Sustainable Photography, a podcast all about business tips, inspiration, and confidence building. I'm Ingvild Kolnes, the host of this podcast, and after over a decade as a photographer, I now help talented photographers run sustainable businesses. And for full transparency, you should know that I'm a mentor with paid offers, and I will probably mention some of those in this episode. If you want to quit your day job and be a full-time photographer, or even if you want to work less in your day job and work more as a photographer, it helps to have a plan. You have to figure out how much money you need and set a time frame. You should take your photography job seriously, even if you're not doing it full-time. That's actually a pretty common mistake to think that as long as it's just a side thing, you don't need to charge as much. But in all honesty, the work is the same. It might actually even take you longer. The expenses are the same. So there's no reason not to charge the same amount. If you don't, you'll see that you'll have to increase your price when you go full time. And that might lead to you being in a whole different segment of the market, meaning that you might need to change up a lot of what your business looks like. That means that no matter if your business is part-time or full-time, you have to work out your prices. And please don't guess, don't look to other photographers, but just figure out your numbers. If you think that being a part-time photographer means you need to charge less because you need less, that just doesn't make any sense because the expenses are the same and you'll have less assignments or bookings to divide those numbers on. So usually you might actually have to charge more. And that's why I'm saying, please work out your numbers. I'm doing a live pricing workshop at the end of March, and you are very welcome to join. Go to ingvildkolnes.com pricing to get your ticket. Your prices should be based on the work you do, the value you give your clients, how sought after you are, your expenses, and how much you want to work. And pricing is also a part of how your brand is perceived. Low prices attract a completely different client than high prices. If your prices are too low, it'll be hard for you to work your way up to a profitable level. And I'm not judging, I'm actually speaking from experience here. I started at the absolute bottom and it took me years to get profitable because I increased my prices so slowly and had to start over every time. Your prices have to be profitable from the very beginning. You also want to be sure that you have a separate business account. And actually, if you want to make a living from your business, you want to make sure that you have a business structure that protects you. In Norway, that's an AS. That's an entirely separate entity from yourself. Then you can employ yourself and you'll have the same rights as any other employed person. And that's really a good idea because simply being self-employed has a lot of risk to it. You also need to make sure that you set aside money for pension, insurance, if you get sick, if you don't have enough bookings come in, if you want to go on holiday, if you want to take time off from your business. It's just not a good idea to spend all the money coming in. And I know that's what a lot of photographers do, especially wedding photographers in the summer when there's a lot of booking. All that money just kind of disappears and then they'll have several months of 
not a lot of bookings and you have to make sure that you spread that money out so that it lasts you for the full year. If you have a day job and you want to be a full-time photographer, you actually have the chance to create the right time for you to quit your job. You can either wait until you see that all your future assignments are matching your current salary, or you can take a leap of faith and assume that you'll get enough bookings based on the stats of the past. We're all very different and we dare to take different levels of risk. I quit my part-time job about five years ago and I had several criteria I wanted to fill before I handed in my resignation. For example, I wanted to make sure that I had a good amount of money in my savings account and I wanted to have a certain amount of weddings booked for the next year. Once everything was set, I quit and I have never looked back. The added time that's given me lets me put more time and not to mention energy into my business instead of being spread across different things. The benefit of having a day job or a part-time job is that you can save up money from your bookings to build up a buffer account for your business. If you haven't listened to episode seven, I recommend that you go check that out. That's where I talk about how I structure the finances in my business. This allows me to have a set salary. I call it salary, even though it's not technically salary, every month. And if you're going to go from having a steady job and income to being a full-time self-employed person, this is really recommended. And if you can set aside money for the things you need before you're completely dependent on it, it will make things a lot easier for you. When you no longer have a day job, colleagues and you yourself are responsible for getting everything done, it can feel daunting for many. Maybe it even feels like you can't do this full time as a photographer because you don't like to be by yourself. But it doesn't have to be like that. You can rent an office space with someone else. You can have a studio with another photographer. You can join a network group, either online or in real life. There are lots of ways where you can stay social and have coworkers without being employed. And many of my friends who are employed wonder how I ever get anything done. And sure, I have days where I can't bring myself to get anything done. But most of the time, it's not a problem. I have a plan and I know I need to focus and get things done. And actually, that's quite important because if you want to wait until you feel like working or until you feel like completing a specific project before you do, it's going to be really hard to be your own boss. Motivation is not what you should count on. Instead, you should focus on building routines and creating structures that help you get things done. I want to end this episode by talking about one of the most effective ways of building your business, and that's actually specializing. It sounds a bit counterintuitive, like you think more offers mean more money. But before you get to the point where that might be true, it makes a lot more sense to get really good at one thing. And once you got a handle on that, you can add on another thing. Starting out being the photographer that does all the things for all the people rarely do you any favors. But like I've talked about before, a niche can look different for different people. For some, it's one service. For others, it's one specific area, and for others, it's about the people. And sure, you can still make it work if you do a little bit of everything because you don't want to choose, but I'm just so sure that you would do even better if you dare to figure out what you most want to do, what you do best, and what people most want from you, and then say no to everything else. Good luck on quitting your job and becoming a full-time photographer. I know you can do it. 
You just listened to an episode of Sustainable Photography. Please share this episode with a photographer you care about.